even bigger. Stephen Byrne. When I usually say we had some big shows at the weekend, I mean it. But this week, I really mean it. It was all about the superheroes. On Saturday, we spoke with Tom Holland, all about the most anticipated movie of the entire year, No Way Home, Spider-Man, swinging back into cinemas this Wednesday. I'm so excited for it. Not only that, we also spoke with his co-star Zendaya. And then just to make it a little bit sweeter, on Sunday, Superman joined us. (laughs) Henry Cavill, back for season two of The Witcher, which hits Netflix this week as well. It was a big one. I usually say that, but I really, really, really mean it this time. Let's dive straight in head first. It's Tom Holland talking about Spider-Man. Tom, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Very much appreciated. My pleasure. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks for having me. This is one of those movies where, you know, like, I like to consider myself to be a serious broadcaster, serious journalist, all that sort of stuff. But this is one of the movies that just knuckles me down at two o'clock in the morning, watching right. every single fan theory video and analyzing every single second of every single trailer to the utmost. So uh, I am absolutely pumped, as is everybody else for this. I think for you, this must be one that really cements you and, and probably your own mind and your own place within the legacy of Spider-Man, obviously being surrounded by all these people that we see you in the trailer. Has that really, was that a real moment for you where you went, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm now, this is part of this, not just part of my history here. I am part of the history. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it was interesting, especially when you've got these people coming to set Alfred Molina, Willem Dafoe, Jamie Foxx, and they're coming in and I was the one kind of showing them the ropes, like bringing their mm. characters back to life was told through my story. So it was amazing. It's been, it's been a real pleasure and an honor to be a part of it. And to, to know, you know, to, to build a Spider-Man movie of this scale has never been done before. And to be the lucky guy playing Spider-Man in it is just incredible. So it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's a proper pinch me moment and I don't think I'll ever get over it. Obviously in the past, you've been uh, one who everybody's talked about in terms of spoiling things. How delighted were you when it was Alfred and Jamie who were doing the did uh, the deed on that? It's one of those things where I couldn't even get angry at them because I was just as bad. So, you know, we're on set and, and bless Alfred. He was, I think he was like shopping. He was grocery shopping in America and someone asked him, what are you doing here? And he said, oh, I'm here making the new Spider-Man movie. <laughs> Jamie, I have a little bit less sympathy for because he just tweeted about it. Um, yeah. But, uh, but you know, it, all of these things, you know, spoilers or no spoilers, they add a lure to the movie. And, and I'm mm-hmm. really delighted that the fans are as excited as they are. Um, and a lot of that comes down to fan theories. You know, I know there's that shot in the trailer where people are analyzing, trying to figure out why the lizard is being kicked or punched or whatever's going on. And I actually don't know the answer to that question. I don't know why. <laughs> and it's only in the Brazil one as well. It's not in the normal one. It's just in the Brazil trailer. Is that the case? I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> but it just, adds, it just adds excitement, you know? 100% does. Um, this obviously is well. I've seen 38 minutes of it. That is it. But it is all about, you know, how Spider-Man is dealing with everybody knowing who he is. For you, how has i guess the introduction of spider-man into your life changed your life in that way and has it just been wholly positive or has there been aspects of it that you're like oh my god everybody's watching me now yeah i mean it's been incredibly positive it's changed my life for the better you know i've traveled the Mm. world i've made these wonderful films and met some wonderful people but there are times where you sometimes think like you know what i'd love to be able to just go to the pub and not have to worry about my reputation as a, as a young role model and as just as a bloke, yeah. you know, I mean, my biggest pet hate is when you're at a pub or you're somewhere and everything feels so normal. And then you turn around and someone is like filming you. 
right it there. Just, it's just yeah. that real like snap back into reality that I can't do this like, anymore. Focus on, you know. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm pretty smart when it comes to that sort of stuff, and I figured out ways to deal with it better than I used to. Uh, and you're a wonderful role model, I have to say, in that you. regard as well. I'm going to give you a quick fire. No spoilers. That's it. We're not going to go through it, but I'm going to give you a quick fire. Are you in this movie? <laughs> yes. Do you play Spider-Man? Yes. Will there be bad guys? Yes. Are there surprises? Of course. Are people going to love this? They're going to lose their minds. And finally, because we saw you at the Ballon d'Or, Messi or Ronaldo? Messi. <laughs> absolutely amazing thank you so much tom like i said i'm so pumped for this i've got a million fan theories but you know what i just can't wait for the real thing so congratulations thank you so much thank you i am in love with that man and i am also in love with his girlfriend zendaya joined us on saturday to talk all about the role of mj in this film how much of a journey it's been for her and tom and jacob making the last three and also what we can expect from it no spoilers don't worry Zendaya, thank you so much for chatting to us. Welcome to the show. Of course. Thank you for having me. So Dune, Spider-Man, Euphoria, you must have good practice now in dealing with massive fan bases that are wanting more <laughs> and more and more and more all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, um, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, I'm lucky enough to have seen uh, 37 minutes of this film and it's just left me wanting more and more and more. Um, for you, MJ, you know, she really has to make some big choices in this. Her relationship with Peter is effectively holding her life back. But at the same time, she loves him and she doesn't want to. Um, how was this one to play out for you? <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting because I um, I feel so bad for them uh, because as soon <laughs> yeah. as they finally, I mean, we've waited several movies for them to, you know, like even talk to each other you know, um, and not be awkward for once, you know, and in the second that they really get to be together and be in love, it's like this, this terrible thing happens, like literally instantly. So um, I, I feel for them, you know, I, I wish we could just have a nice, sweet, simple romance, but, you know, we wouldn't have a movie then, would we? But, so. but Mysterio, you know? But, <laughs> yeah, Mysterio. but Mysterio. So what are you going to do? Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. I, 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 It's been really fun kind of like creating this this beautiful love story that it's kind mm. of carried from like the first movie, second movie, third movie. It's like more of a slow burn, I guess. 100%. And it does feel authentic in, in the world of being a teenager as well in high school and, and all those sort of things. Um, For you and Tom and, and, and Jacob, how has it been to, you know, get to this point? You know, do you guys feel completely matured into this now? You know, turn up on set and be like, yeah, this is our world now. This is, you know, we, we exist within this. And this one, especially, I think, you know, we've seen in the trailer, there's a number of people who are returning um, mm -hmm. from prior franchises. That feeling of being part of a legacy as well must have been there. Of course, of course. I mean, we all feel incredibly honored to be a part mm. of, like, I think Spider-Man in general, I mean, the the character has brought so much love and joy and escapism to so many people, uh, me being included in that, because I've always been a fan of Spider-Man and the Spider-Man films, which is why this is so crazy that all this is happening, because I can't believe the <laughs> villains I grew up with are now being able to fight my Spider-Man, like, it's crazy. But anyway, that's besides the point. The point is, is that I think we all feel incredibly lucky to have grown up making these movies and making them together. 
um, because I, I couldn't think of anyone else I'd rather share that experience with. I mean, it's definitely, it's a special, it's a special thing, you know, it's a special experience. And uh, I think we started the first one, we had our chemistry read at 18, did the wow. first movie at 19, and now we're 25. So um, it's, we've, we've grown up together and with these characters, you know, so and they, they mean so much to us. Long may it last. I'm going to ask you one quick question, before, two quick questions before I go quick fire. Um, just no spoilers. Please try not spoil anything <laughs> within these, okay? No. Are you in this movie? <laughs> my little shirt. Yeah, I'm yeah. in the movie. Okay. Do you play MJ? I think so. Will there be surprises? Absolutely. And are people going to love this? People are going to lose their minds. Yes. 100% Zendaya you're an absolute superstar I cannot <laughs> wait to see this thank you so much thank you so much alright season 2 of The Witcher hits Netflix this Friday I am so excited for everybody to see it I really really loved it I loved the video game when it came out first and then found out that there were books that I could dive into too and now this a massive mammoth huge just an absolute blockbuster TV show starring the one and only Henry Cavill. Here's what he had to say all about it. Um, how did it feel, I guess, stepping back into these shoes second time round? I'm sure they were a lot more comfortable in that regard. Um, well, this second time round, um, I wanted to make sure that we brought more of Sapkowski's Geralt from the books into the show. As much as Lauren's vision and her storytelling and the framework would allow, um, it was really, really important to me. So I campaigned really hard for that. And, and push really hard, fought tooth and nail, just to make sure that just a little bit more of that intellectual, wise, with a philosophical lean, soulful, but also still grumpy, Geralt existed. What I loved about this as well was watching the discourse online when the first series came out. And people who maybe had engaged with the video game before, but didn't actually know that there were novels there that they could dive into too. Yeah. Did you notice a lot of that? People diving further into this world than they knew it actually extended? Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I was one of those people because I had an introduction okay. first to the Witcher world by the games. And I would I would be in a, in a bookstore, God forbid, um, for how long those last. And I would see <laughs> I would see the novels, and, but they'd have game artwork on them. And so I would just assume that they were novels related to the game. And I was like, ah, you know, they're they're probably just a thing, whatever. It's just a little bit of extra cash flow. Um, I won't bother reading those. And then I, I did discover um, that they were novels, read them, and absolutely loved them. The the level of writing in there, the nuance, the storytelling, the subversion of, of, of classic fairy tales and the grey morality is extraordinary. And so people watching the show and then just being able to discover the books because of it is, is one of the best things because the books are absolutely fantastic. And as I say, for me, it is it is important that we do as much justice to the books as is humanly possible. Yeah, well, you do, you do. Trust me, I've dived, I uh, dived in after I saw the first series. So um, they're big books, though. So I'm not I'm, I'm not fooling you all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> um, was there anything this time around that you just found a lot easier as well? Because things like I don't know, ripping that sword out of the back, everything else, they're not the easiest things in the world. So was there anything when you came back this time you were like, okay, yeah, I think I've got the hang of it. Okay. Um, none of it necessarily gets any easier, that's for sure, because <laughs> if it does get easier, I'm not working hard enough at making myself better at it. So I'm always yeah. going to be trying to level up. One thing, though, that was different was that Lucinda Wright and I, um, although we didn't have much time together to actually design the armor, we did design uh, the armor to be um, easier for me to fight in. 
the season one armor was uh, it was it had a lot of challenges to fight in, and armor is never incredibly comfortable, but um, especially when you're leaping about the place. But this one had a lot more mobility, and so that was that was easier. Well, you make it look absolutely breezy. Um, Thank you, mate. Season three. I mean, we're I know we're not we're not even at season two yet, but I've watched it, so I mean, I feel like I'm already beyond. <laughs> so, <laughs> is it for you? Is it is this a world you want to exist in for for as long as you possibly can? As I say, my my biggest thing is doing honor to the books, and and mm -hmm. as long as that's happening, then yeah, I'm I'm a very happy man. 100%. Um, we always welcomed you on our shores when you were here uh, in the past. I know you've spent many times in Ireland. Um, I love so congratulations Ireland. on this. Very much looking forward to uh, uh, to seeing where this world goes even further. But like I said, season two was an absolute ride. So congratulations. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure chatting. Stephen Byrne on 2FM.